Welcome to Off the Ledger, presented by the MICPA, a conversation designed to help grow your leadership skills and take you further in the accounting profession. Our topic today is building an ethical culture. I'm Joe Colosi, and our guest is Claire Levinson, CPA, CGMA. Claire is the owner of Inspired Responsibility, located in Blacksburg, Virginia. She is also a certified 4-H shooting sports instructor. Welcome, Claire. Thanks for having me. So, Claire, we uh, are talking about building an ethical culture. Can you uh, start us at the beginning and tell us what we mean by that or what you mean by that? Yeah, I think there really are building blocks uh, that need to be in place in order to form that ethical culture. The first one I always say is compliance. So that's the foundation of the ethical culture. But it's also sort of the minimum bar or the baseline. Sure. We really want to add another building block to that. And, and I think that building block really involves um, using your own moral compass. So your own sense of right and wrong, of good and bad, of fair and unfair. Um, and then what we're really striving for, though, I think, is to operate at the top, I guess at the uh, penthouse of that, of that building. And um, I think that's the space of ethical leadership. So you're in compliance with the rules, laws, regulations, policies, et cetera, that you need to be. You've satisfied your own personal definition of right, good, and fair. And then you're sort of walking the walk, not just talking the talk. You're really being an inspiration, um, someone that others can look to, an ethical leader. And I think that that's how the culture is really formed, when everyone sort of demonstrates those ethical values and all of the people within the organization have really bought into what those values are and that they're um, ones that are well representative of the CPA profession as preeminent trusted financial advisors. Fantastic. So in, in you talk about this idea of, of moving from the, the what to the why. Would, can you elaborate on that? Yeah, I think it's really important that people know why they're doing something, not just what to do, but why it's important. And again, I think for CPAs in the ethics space, um, the why really involves that public trust and that public confidence. We as CPAs want to be seen as the preeminent trusted financial advisor, sure. as I said. And I think the way that you really get that reputation and hang on to it is by incorporating those ethical values into everything you do. And so for me, that's the why behind why is ethics so important for us as CPAs. Uh, and obviously our CPA listeners well-versed in ethics for, for, for compliance purposes, uh, but as far as, as going above that, so we talk about the, the baseline, what's just expected of you. Some examples, some ideas, what, you know, when you talk about that penthouse, what can you do above and beyond? What, you know, we, 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 I think all have a baseline knowledge of it, but what is, what is that next step? Well, I think one thing that people don't often think about is the fact that we don't really take our CPA hats off ever and put them on the shelf. True. We've worked really hard to earn that credential. And so I think that's why a lot of times, even when people retire, when they're not even in the workforce, they're still referring them to themselves as CPAs because they're so proud sure. of that credential. So I think one of the things we can do to be ethical leaders is to really be sure that we're sort of at all times when we're out in the community, when we're doing volunteer efforts, things like that. That I see as sort of going to the highest level, giving back to the community. We have so many good financial skills to offer organizations. So I think that's one, one of the things we can do to demonstrate ethical leadership. And then within our organizations, I think it's really important, like I said, the work that you do, the decisions that you make, um, in your daily work life, I think should should speak for themselves 
in terms of demonstrating that ethical leadership. I think when people know that you're um, consistently doing things that represent high moral character right. and um, fairness, consistency, all of those kinds of things, um, then, like I said, your actions really kind of speak for themselves. And that, I think, is, is true leadership because a lot of times we can say something or we can have some kind of a statement, but it really needs to be brought to life through action that's demonstrated for those around us. For sure. And I think oftentimes we might think of ethics as a pass-fail. You know, you either are or you aren't, but there are several shades of it, right? Well, there's definitely gray area. And that's when I think ethics comes into play the most. Compliance is more about complying with the laws sure. and the rules and things like that. It can become more of a check the box. Did I do this? Did I not do that? Right. But when we're operating in that gray area, that's when we really need our ethical principles the most. When we have to use our professional judgment, there isn't a right or wrong per se answer written down for us to go by. Sometimes you're dealing with two wrong answers and it's what's the, or, or two unideal answers and what's the better of those two and being able to navigate that, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's why I talk a lot about ethical decision-making models. Um, the AICPA has its conceptual framework as the model it puts forward for CPAs, so that when you're navigating that professional judgment space, you do kind of have a framework to use so that you can make consistently good ethical decisions. Fantastic. And so more on that, well, some other options, some other ideas is, there, is that uh, I think you kind of get your baseline ethics probably from childhood to some extent, but uh, what can you do to, to, get, to, to find out more if you wanted to figure out a better option or... Yeah, I think, I think it's important for companies to have an ethics statement okay. so that they really put forward what their values and morals are. It's hard to get employees on board, or it's harder to get employees on board with your values if you're not specific and clear right. and concrete about what they actually are. Yeah. So I think um, putting together an ethics statement would be one good starting point, and then if you already have one, making sure that it's really alive. As I said before, it's not enough to have words on a paper or to have some kind of annual training on a policy if it's not being brought to life, if it's not meaningful for people. And that's where the why comes in. So it's, it's not just we have this ethics statement. Why do we have it? Well, we have it because we really believe that these are the things that employees should be living out day to day within this organization. Fantastic. And now, so you're, you, you're the owner of, of your company. You obviously have a, a passion for this. What got you started down this path? I started a little over 10 years ago um, working with the Virginia Society of CPAs okay. on um, instructing and writing ethics courses. And I found that it's something that I was really passionate about, that I really believed in strongly, and it just sort of kept going from there. I just kept learning more, teaching more getting inspired by people that, that I was teaching and hopefully giving them some inspiration as well. Let's talk a little bit about your, your top three things. Let's say we've got a new CPA, they want to build an ethical culture, or maybe not a culture necessarily, but they want to maybe build their own personal ethics, things like that, or, or adhere to that culture. What are, what is, what's your top three things they should, they should know or do or consider? Well, again, I would say first is compliance. Sure. Because, again, that's the foundation. It's hard to say that you're an ethical CPA if you haven't minimally complied with all of the things that you're required to. And sometimes that compliance involves um, seeking out information. So you might not intentionally be doing the wrong thing. You just don't know what you don't know. Right. But 
ignorance is not an excuse, right? We have to go seek out. So I would encourage, you know, to make sure that you're building that strong foundation to go to to places like the society of CPAs, the Michigan Society, I'm sure has a wealth of good resources to help you learn all the things that you need to be in compliance with. For example, you know, the, all the rules surrounding your license, the state policies, et cetera, et cetera. So that would be my number one, is you've got to be in compliance and you've got to seek out the resources to ensure that you're in compliance with all the things that you need to be. Second, I would say really focus on what your values really are. I talk to people about writing their own personal ethics statement. Okay. I think most people have one. Um, it typically involves something like do the right thing or do unto others as you'd have done to you, sure. um, something to that effect. And I think that a lot of people have that in their mind subconsciously. But I always say that if you actually write it down, you bring it to the forefront. Sure. So you're making a conscious effort to make sure that the decisions you make and the things that you do are in alignment with that statement that you've written for yourself. There's a certain level of commitment once you put it down on pen and paper, right? Yeah, and then I would say number three, figure out ways that you can be an ethical leader. So is there something that you can do within your community? Is there some um, committee you could join within your organization? Um, Come up with something that you can do to kind of go above and beyond the day-to-day work and really demonstrate your ethical leadership, your commitment to the profession, your commitment to helping others um, make sure that they are doing the right thing as well. Yeah, so I mean, you really have to put your money where your mouth is at that point, right? That's right. You want to be that way. Fantastic. What is something when you first started out that you wish someone had told you, or if you could go back in time to your to your past self and and just say, you know, hey, here's here's a heads up about this. Uh, what's something? And it doesn't have to be related to this. It could be related to anything. Yeah, I think as a CPA looking back, I didn't realize how many opportunities there are for CPAs. So I'm always telling people that now. I'm always telling kids who are looking at what their college major should be right. and might be hesitant about accounting because they've heard it's too hard or it involves too much math or whatever those... Um, going to be uh, stuck in a cubicle all yeah, day, Yeah, whatever day. those assumptions are. But the accounting world is so broad. The CPA world with that credential, you know, I always say find what you like and then you can go work for that organization. So if you like sports, you can go be a CPA for a sports team or yeah. for a sporting goods company. If yeah. you like movies, you can be a CPA for a movie company or in the movie industry or, or what have you, you know, so you can align a really good solid credential that's going to get you a good job, a good career, a good income with something that you're sort of hobby wise interested in or passionate about right. to sort of fuel that meaning for you in your own career. Yeah. You'd be hard pressed to find any line of work that doesn't value CPAs in some capacity, right? Exactly. And I don't think that's advertised right. enough. I think we can really Put that out there to help attract people to the profession and I think we even start when you're starting out as a new CPA I don't think you even then know how much opportunity is in front of you you just need to get out there and grab it it's easy to think about like I said just sit in the cubicle crunching numbers but yeah you can you could probably travel the world right absolutely fantastic well that is all for today's off the ledger I'm Joe Colosi my guest was Claire Levinson Claire thank you so much for being here today thanks for having me anytime <laughs>